I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. You're listening to the Political Podcast, where every week we talk all things political. We talk Labour, we talk Tory, and we get to the bottom of the story. This week, we are joined by probably one of the biggest controversial political figures in history. He's getting his crown this week. It is King Charles III. How are you? Hello. And uh, it's great to have you on there. You're very busy at the moment. Uh, A lot of people want to ask you a lot of questions and... uh, I'm going to start with this one because I think this is what the people want. Are you okay with that, Charlie? Yes, I'm all right with that. Oh, brilliant. So what was your favourite Ed Sheeran song? Oh, I like the Lego house one. I'm really... William had it on in the other room the other week and I thought I liked that little ginger fellow. Oh, mate. Oh, well, that's one ginger fellow you do like. Hold on a minute. You're not listening to that. You're listening to Small Screen Naughties. Let's go. Why, why do like all those like political commentators talk like that? Like, is that like, like the way that everyone would talk news or whatever it is? All right, and it, join with me is like like the sound engineer has gone off sick. You're suggesting they all yell. Oh, I'm suggesting they yell and talk fast before someone could get in like a sensible opinion. Well, because it's talk radio, isn't it? And they have to keep talking. They can't just put a song in the middle. It's talk talk all all the time. It's all the talk, all the time. If yeah. you think about not talking, you can't have dead air on talk radio. That's the first no. thing they tell you when you sign up. <laughs> when you when sign you, up. <laughs> when, you, when you join, when you go to talk radio university and you get yourself a talkie. How's your week been? 
That's in my week, my week, young Chris, my week, it's been all right. Uh, very tired. Uh, getting ready for some more preview shows of my uh, acclaimed show, Adder. Not critically acclaimed, but just acclaimed, well, mainly by me at this moment in time. But yeah, I did something I haven't done for a while. I ran it through on my own. Oh, you told me about this. What, you just did it as a rehearsal? I did it as a rehearsal. And then within that time, I realised this is mental. It's very good preparation for Edinburgh, isn't it? Well, what, for no audiences? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or as I did it one year, to one man. And then I gave up doing it and he kept, took my notes and then tried to do my jokes back at me. It was the best show I've ever done. He did your jokes back at you? Yeah, I said, no, just have, let's have a chat. Let's, let's have a chat. I don't have to do that. It's fine. And he went, oh, come, come on, go through these jokes. Go on, do them. Go on, go on, do them. And then he stood up on stage and he was doing them. That's commitment. That's commitment. <laughs> I, I don't get those people. They think they're getting something special, don't they? There's only, well, yeah. there's only two of you tonight, so I just want to do the show. If you're an audience member and you've ever said yes, the comedian has never wanted to do the show as much as they have pretended to. And if you're with a comedian who does want to do a show to two people, don't go to that show. If you ch- if we want to chat to you, that is special. That is a special thing because you're getting material that we've never thought of saying before. You're even getting stuff that we wouldn't want to stay on stage probably. You're getting a little special show. So can we do exactly. that in- instead, please, audiences? Yeah. That's and, what uh, yes, audiences. <laughs> and promoters... Could you please tell me when I'm meant to be gigging before half past six? Because I completely forgot the other day. Oh, yeah. I, last Wednesday, I forgot. Can I just put a little backstory to this? When you messaged me this, I thought I'd fucked up. Uh, and somehow, and <laughs> oh, somehow they got hold of you. It was it was a very much similar to when Adam Morrison missed a gig. And I got a message <laughs> saying, you're late. Where are you? And go, well, I'm not booked in. And then the promoter was like, well, you are. Here's your confirmation thing. And I went, well, that's clearly not me. He's about seven foot higher. And he's uh, missing a Jones at the end of that name. he's missing a Jones. It's not hard. And also, three letters, mate. Three letters in my name. Three letters now, isn't it? I got a message saying, you still write to headline tonight? And I thought, they've got the wrong day. They've definitely got the wrong day. I always remember all my gigs. That day, I'd gone on my calendar and written down all the ones I've got coming up. And then I was like, oh, shit, it is today, isn't it? So I'd get all my shit, put it in a bag, and went all the way to Hackney in London. Come do a gig. Oh, at six, man. Did you get there in time? I did. Well, they said you don't have to be there until nine o'clock. <laughs> I was there by half past eight, because I'm a professional. Yeah, you're definitely a comedian. Uh, but but <laughs> I... I... <laughs> I'm only messing with you. That's what people don't get as well, because we don't live in London, mm. because we rebelled against the system. Uh, I, I also think you, someone was smiling and smiling on you that day as that was a headline spot, because there was no way on this green earth would you have got there for an opening or, or a middle. If they just said, you went to be on tonight, like, oh, I'm not going. <clears throat> they said, You're on last? All right, then, I'll go on. But... What's the one guy in the audience where they're like, where is he going? Hold on, I saw him in Edinburgh. I know his stuff. <laughs> I, I've got these notes he gave me. <laughs> but I'm just promoters. I don't want to say I do your job, but maybe a poster or something that goes around like two weeks before so I know that I'm gigging. That is always a good sign to know that the gig is still happening, not just a message on the day saying he's still turning up. And Small screen like, notice! Yay! <laughs> and if it's a particularly far away gig, mention it. Just do what most... Give us a ring on the Monday. It was on the Thursday, the day before, and say, uh, are you still okay to MC in Devon tomorrow without any confirmation email? Have you heard the Mark Steele story that Phil Jupiter's told on the 
Richard Herring podcast. No, but can you tell it in Phil Jupiter's voice? I could, I could do my impression of Mark Steele. Mark Steele started getting tweets going, oh, I can't wait to see um, Mark Steele in Burnley tonight. Go, am I doing Burnley? Someone says, um, yeah, yeah, I can't wait to see him too. And he's like, what? So he rings the bloke up, goes, am I doing Burnley tonight? No, 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 mate, you're not, you're not doing it. But I just go and check. Oh, fucking hell. Sorry, Mark. So he had to drive <laughs> to Burnley <laughs> that night. <laughs> That's beautiful, though, on so many levels. But people tweeted him. He's like, well, I'm not going there. Oh, apparently he's watching the cricket. That's... That's what he's doing. I might have just butchered his. Go and go and watch the Phil Jupiter's episode of Richard Herring. Stop sending people (laughs) to bigger podcasts. Richard Herring could buy you now with the amount of money. After this is finished, obviously, not not beforehand. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. After yeah, because they're going to get through the whole of it because we picked some gold. We did pick some gold. We picked some gold. Which I'm trying to find a link. There is a link there somewhere. Some gold, um, not Terry's all gold. gold. But if you look no. in the kitchen long enough, you get to the cleaning section, and you have to ask yourself, how clean is your house? Superb, sir. <laughs> I'm a little bit proud of that. I'm a little bit proud. Also, this era of television was all about clean houses. Do you know the one that I forgot all about and I loved, and I hate that I loved it, Life of Grime? They used to go around uh, sewers, didn't they, or something? Sewers. They had an old man called Mr. Trebus who was a hoarder. Man, it was great. And also, it was narrated by John Peel. So not only was it quite a grime, you just just had John Peel talk about, yeah, oh, they've gone back to Mr. Trebus's house. Is that your John Peel impression? It is John Peel. Hello, it's me, John Peel. Now today that... on the John Peel show, we'll be listening to The Fall. It sounds like Fred fall. Dibner. I don't, I, I'm not good at accents, let's be honest. It's not my forte. I was banned from doing them on a certain radio show after an incident. Hello, this is me, uh, John Peel. I'm, I'm going to play the song again. There we go. <laughs> Have you ever heard the clip of John Peel, like the producer was off six, so he did the buttons himself, and he was quite old at this point, where he kept playing <laughs> the Grange Hill theme tune instead of the actual song. And coming up next is... Doo, 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 doo. It's amazing. No, well, no, I don't think they were off six. I think it was they'd moved the buttons about. And he yeah, didn't know yeah. where they were. It's one of the greatest bits of radio ever. I think it was Chris Moore's fault for moving it round, and then they come back and then no one put it back. Friend of the show, Chris Moyles. Friend of the show, Chris Moyles. Well, thumbs up design for another stirring programme. He doesn't hold back, does he? That's uh, Cat on Form with the Cat Army on Southern Records from an LP called Structure and Fear. Sell the kids to the kids. And tonight we've got Flaming Lips at Glastonbury for you. And uh, hello to Mr and Mrs Young. Thanks for the postcard. Here's one for you. Sorry, what happened there? I don't know. What was that? There's a ghost in the machine. There is a. What was that? That was a great chill theme tune. Oh, right, okay. See, where did it come from, though? It's not supposed to be on the turntable. 
Nothing happens. See, the studio is spooked. Now, as regular listeners will know, I'm really not terrifically good at the technology in this studio, but people do leave it. You know, it's rather like leaving a car in a small, confined parking space and leaving it in gear, so when whoever comes to pick up the car gets in, turns on the engine, it smacks into the wall. And this happens on a fairly regular basis. But, of course, a lot of people have now said, could they please hear the Grange Hill theme in its entirety? Uh, because it's somewhere there in the system. And now I pressed a button and, uh, miraculously, it started. What happens if I try it again? Now, so now I won't be able to play it. You wait and see, but I'll try pressing this. Radio 1. No, that's not it at all. Something says Radio 1. I'll tell you what, we'll work on it. Auxiliary 3. Auxiliary 3? Okay. All right. No, nothing. Oh. No, that's a news jingle or something. Anyway, we'll keep working at it and hopefully come up with the right answer. We're gonna, I'm determined to play this damn Grange Hill thing again. You think if I do this now, it'll work? The studio is now leaving me. The studio is taking over completely. I've completely lost the studio. Uh, right. Now, why did that happen as well? Oh, well. And I'm reassured from all of those people who sent me text messages, uh, blaming Chris Moyles for the uh, little bit of Grange Hill in there, because apparently he, use, he uses it as a jingle. I'll have a word with him about that. Because there are times when you start to think this is being done deliberately. You know, the studio's been set up to search for weapons of mass destruction or something, and you come in here to try and do a radio programme, and, of course, you can't cope with it. But enough moaning. Oh, I don't know, though. Well, so this, it, this, is about, this is about Kim and Aggie. And all I was thinking is, well, uh, Kim had a slightly more productive career than Aggie did. Yeah, where's Aggie gone? Well, apparently she got a bit annoyed. She got a bit Aggie. Uh, this, 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 this. The idea now of turning up to someone's house and just cleaning it, which is all that. And it was a deep clean. I, I'm not saying anyone should live like this. Uh, the voiceover bloke knew what he was doing. With this shit, who was it? Uh, Dave Benson Phillips. Oh, no, no, it wasn't. Hi, fact fans, fact check John here. Actor Paul Copley provides tongue in cheek, often alliterative voice over narration for each episode. Now, back to the show on the Stephen Mulhern of small screen noughties. What was your opinion of this? Like at the beginning, in the beginning, I thought I'm not gonna like this, I didn't like these two, I'm not gonna like this by the end. I'm on their side. I'm like, you disgusting pigs. Why don't you tidy up a little bit? I I thought, oh, maybe maybe it's a problem. Maybe it's psychological. And then the thing that got me, the wife went to stay with her mother because her house was cleaner. It's like, imagine if we lived in a society where you got in, opened the door, oh, I said, I'm just going to go to the other house. <laughs> the house was disgusting. I'll be honest. It wasn't a clean house. But the husband would just sit there in the disgusting stuff just watching telly after he'd cleaned other people's houses after doing a bit of work on them <laughs> would that would that annoy you uh, if you're married to someone going oh he's cleaned that and so but also um, um, she didn't have a day job did she i don't think so so i'm not i'm not being funny i'm not saying like if you're a, like if you're a housewife you stay at home and clean the house no housewife house husband house whatever you are but if you're at home and someone's working clean the house so ladies and gentlemen welcome to the middle of the show 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome back. What got me was when they started using the forensic stuff around the house and they go, oh, look, this this disgusting sink, that's got loads of germs on it. And I'm thinking, no shit. And then they cleaned it and then they're like, oh, no, there's no more. There's no more uh, germs on it. Yeah. Well done. My favourite bit of this was when uh, Kim used some bleach and was like, you know what? This really is magical. A bit of bleach on the side, and it cleans the side. You know when you watch that and think, what decade was this shown in that you're just showcasing bleach, being able to clean stuff? Look, soap. Look, you just put soap on. Oy, it's a new thing that I've just invented. Oh, I smell of stuff. <laughs> it was, there was a few bits where I was watching it going like, because I remember watching this before. Actually, I'm going to level with you now. I've got a top tip of how clean is your house a few yes. years ago. So uh, I'm a young man. I'm in the entertainment's game. I'm living in a chalet. I want my chalet to smell nice, but I don't want to spend all my money on Airwick plugins. All Glade, other brands are available. And I sat home one night, my day off, day off after entertaining the good people of the Southie. Sat there, watch this. They were cleaning a biker's house. And what she did, right, wait for it, wait for it, Chris, Chris. Right, you mm-hmm. want your room to smell nice, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Go get some Old Spice or some Brute, put it in your hand, and rub it in your radiator. I've got some Calvin Klein. No, that's too expensive. <laughs> Don't rub Calvin Klein in the radiator. He won't like it. Did it work then? Yeah, it did work. But the thing is, like, it kind of smelled like stale. I'll be honest, it was Old Spice Champion because I, d- I don't wear Brute. Uh, 
I didn't wear Old Spice. I had to wear that for two months as part of a coin tossing bet. But come on, we know you. Know it smelled of Lynx Africa, didn't it? It did smell of Lynx Africa. It's about a marmite. <laughs> uh, but it kept smelling stale. But like for the first two times, I was like, oh, it smells of my scent. I mean, that'd be impressive <laughs> if it was like uh, Black Excess or something like that. But it's not. It was. But the money I saved, but only when it was hot, that would work. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So you, you can't have a nice smelling house on a warm day because the radiator wouldn't be on. Uh, yeah, she's a hoarder, wouldn't she, basically? She's a what? She's a hoarder. Okay, sorry, I'm a surgeon there. What do you think uh, I said? <laughs> something for comic effect. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, have I done it again? I don't <laughs> like it. I don't like it when I don't know what jokes are. She's a hoarder, so they clear the house, and she's got two lock-ups at £16 a week, and they work it out at £60 a month for the two lock-ups. Yeah. I don't know how that works out. Because I think there's four weeks in a month. And then she, she says she's going to sell the stuff. And the guy comes to evaluate it. So the bloke who came to evaluate the stuff, if you were evaluating like a lockup full of stuff, wouldn't you say, oh, 300, 400 pounds? Well, no, maybe they don't want them to keep it. That's why he made the price so low. Well, this is it. But then again, it just goes into the rubbish. My question is, once they tidy it all up again, how long do you think it was before the house turned back to the way it was after they cleaned it up? I, I'll give it half an hour. <laughs> I, think I thought, yeah, it's not going to stay like that, is it? Well, I thought this when I looked at it and thought, so, like, I, I think this a lot of the time of going, like, that house is too clean. I think this with my own house, where, where it is because <laughs> my lovely other half cleans very well <laughs> and, like, like, makes the house look lovely. And then I think, but I'm me and I live here. That woman, she cleaned the tabletop for a bit and then had to have a rest because she was tired. I don't want to... I don't think that relationship's together anymore. Probably not. Well, he, he was up for it, wasn't he? At the end, he was like, oh, now we can get some loving done. Because they were from uh, Padstow in Cornwall. Where, they were. They all are good. good. <laughs> where Fisherman's Friends come from. Hey. hey, friend of the show, Fisherman's Friend. They don't even know what podcasts are down there. Whoops. Oh, uh, don't leave that bit in. Oh, no, <laughs> I want to go. In. I want to visit Doc Martin. Come on. Is that like your dream holiday? Is that it, 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 like the equivalent of some people go to Disneyland? No. No, I've been there before. What I want is clones on here. I reckon <laughs> we could get clones on here. We'd have to tell a few port parties. you got to do a chatterbix where you make me have my back to the screen and go, <laughs> it's a special guest. <laughs> if, you, if Martin Clunes was sat there, I'd be like, oh, my God, we've got to do this professionally this week. But also, I, I really don't think we'd be using Martin Clunes to the best of his abilities if the only thing we asked him about for an hour was Doc Martin. Well, we talk about Main Baby Badly and Reggie Perrin and... Uh, Chasing Venus. Big pardon. It was it was a show where he was in a band and they reformed. Isn't he a film called Stag or something? I, I don't know. I don't follow the career of Martin Clunes as closely as you do. No, I only I only follow a certain bit. That that bit. You do this is comic comic effect, don't you? I don't like it that much. You, you I do. No, no. I don't I want don't people think thinking that effect. I like. Co- I, I I think it's funny that I I like it, but I don't like it as much as I'm pretending I like it. I, I know you now well enough. That everything you do starts out as comic effect. Oh, I'll listen to the fisherman's friend, and then you're you're in fisherman's friends. Do you know what I mean? It, it's not. I'm not in the fisherman's friends. Well, you're you're playing washboard for them at the moment. I've heard. I'm driving the minibus. That's what's happening. There's a sitcom. Yeah. Oh, right. so they go they go around the supermarket and they they try and uh, guilt them and tell them that they haven't 
cleaning the house for 28 years. You can't tell me that it's 28 years of stuff, even though there was loads of stuff in the house. How do you not clean a house for 28 years? It should be taken <laughs> off you legally, I reckon. <laughs> go, get out. We'll set on someone else. My favourite bit of that, of just people going, ugh, ugh. <laughs> uh, you ever cleaned your house? Uh, That's not what they did. Exactly. It was. What one person threw fecal matter at them and then said, Is What's it... the matter? And then shouted out fecal matter. Like it was a catchphrase. Fecal matter sounds like the kind of band that John Peel would have on his radio show. Coming up next, it's uh, fecal matter. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh, not again. <laughs> John Peel there, everyone. R.I.P. I, I just found it very odd. Like, you couldn't do that now. It's like when they used to do uh, Dog Barrier or Avoid. Just take someone to the street, stand them there in front of what, what do you think of this person? Oh, ugly. I wouldn't touch that with a bath ball. Oh, that was on the list. That's on the list to do. Next week. Next week. I put why can't we watch Anthea Turner instead? Well, just 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 out what going about her business? No, she did a cleaning show as well, I think. Yeah. She, oh, she, she did too. She did one for animals called How to Clean It's Your Mouse, where uh she'd clean a selection of mice. Did and, she Adam? Uh, did she really? Well, apparently you have to clean your mice and your rats because they can give you the plate. That's right, that's right. He pulled it back. Can I just point out as well, when they were going through like the swabs, mm. uh, just wipe down your butter and going like, this one contains E74685, which was one of the things in the plague. Imagine having a lovely bubbly bath covered in matey, like, hey, I'm having a bubbly bath. And then thinking, oh, uh, I've caught the plague. This is, how, bath. this is how COVID started from my bath. It is. Not my bath. I mean, from their bath. Their bath. Imagine if you started COVID from the bar. Imagine that world we live in. Imagine if I started it and I'd be going, Adam, you never guess what I've just done. I've started, I've started a pandemic in my bar. <laughs> going like, why? Why did you just I pull the plug? I'd be well annoyed if I was the first one that you told because then I'd have the moral compass of, do you want to grass up? Chris, because he has started a global pandemic in his bathroom, but <laughs> the listening figures are starting to look good. <laughs> but everyone would be dead. See, that's what I'd have to go through. But everyone would be at home. Yeah, everyone could be at home to listen to the podcast where we tell them that I started the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Exclusive interview with Chris. He started the pandemic in his bathroom. Chris, but why don't you just stay in your bathroom and not go out? Because I'm a prick. That's why. <laughs> This is subtle satire on on China. So <laughs> <laughs> subtle satire on China. I think you're in the uh, opening credits still. Of what? Of this what? this, this oh, very oh. podcast. Oh, sorry. I'm not. I'm not with it this morning. Today, whenever you're listening, hello, listeners. Oh, yeah. Enjoy, enjoy I, your day. I turned on the Zoom call as I do to start this, so it's very hard to do the call. And uh, Chris's face was just staring at me, like, like just like he, he was a shell of a man. That's why I normally turn it off before we start, and then I put it on. It makes I get ready. Sense. I get my face ready. Well, come on. <laughs> the bit that really made me laugh, they yeah. tidy up the whole house. They go around, and the woman yeah. goes, oh, there's no clothes on the floor. And Kim goes, yeah, they're in the drawer, love. I was like, yeah, that's where they're meant to be. <laughs> they're not meant to be. Strewn across the floor. How old is too old to have a floor drobe? How old are you? I'm 37. Uh, 38. 38. Have you got a floor drobe? I don't know what you mean. What do you mean? Do you mean floor. I've got loads of stuff on the floor? Yeah. Uh, no, not... Actually, doing this makes me tidy up. 
So, what? What is? Is this like I'm doing? How clean is your house with you? Going like, come on, let's see what it's like. If I was a hoarder, and behind me you could see loads of stuff, which wasn't DVDs, would you? Would you uh, do an intervention and say Chris has got to stop now? No, nah, I'd probably add to it. I'm that type of person, you know <laughs> me. I'd probably start sending you stuff to put in it and just wait for you to crack. Want some more stuff, Chris? And then no, write no. another piece on the comedy forum. I tried to tell him. I tried. I tried. Cocked and bombed, whatever it's called. What? What did you do? That's, that's what it's called. I don't know that because of the inside number nine. Um, they didn't want to say chortle, so they said so they said cocked and bombed or something. It's called cocked, cocked and, and bombed. bombed. Cocked and bombed. It's a, it's a comedy forum which only ah. comedians look at, probably. Anyway, what would you give? How clean is your ass? I enjoyed this. I enjoyed it. At the same time, it made me feel like, is this the noughties? Yeah. I'd give it 1,201. 1,201. So 1,201. And one. What would you give it? I think we agree. I think about the same. About, There's uh, no it, fight in here today, is there? About There's exactly no the same. <laughs> There's no fight in it. Like, usually there's a bit of something, but no, he just wants to go back to bed. What are you doing with the rest of your day? I'm going to take the dog out in a minute. Uh, oh, and edit this, probably. So, hello, Chris, when you get to this point in the podcast. Hello. Hello. Just speak to yourself. Sorry, You're near I... the end. You're near the end now, if you get to this bit, Chris. You've done it, Chris. You've done it. You've done really well. You, you, you've turned up. See, they say, like, most podcasts lose interest after episode 10. So... This is episode oh, I... 16 of the new series. Yeah, a new series. This... How many of these have we done? Well, we did, though, all of last year, 90s, and then the beginning of this year. Wow. He's suggesting, he's suggesting it's finishing. No, I'm not, I'm not suggesting it's finishing. No, I'm just, just thinking <laughs> of how many hours of our life have we actually wasted. Imagine not wasted, it's, it's not. It's, it's content. It is content. Beautiful content. It is what people want, if they and like it or not. Also, you've watched it this week, which is very surprising. <laughs> Watch, I watched it last week. <laughs> I just hadn't written any notes on it. No, you didn't. You didn't watch the other the other one. Oh no, I didn't actually. No. Well, it's a weird one as well of going like this one. Also, it was only twenty five minutes. Have you heard Brian Connolly sing? Yes, I, I found him singing um, "Power of Love." That is an experience. What soon? What soon? What song? What a soon? <laughs> what soon? So let's lock it in.
Kumanagi, with how clean is your house? Uh, not a question for you, but a question that would be answered on today's episode. Uh, for any more facts or anything about Sports Green Nineties, follow us on Instagram. Uh, for any anything else, and Facebook. Bye bye, everyone. Bye bye, everybody. Yeah, bye bye.